Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast, episode four, I think, version... Go fuck yourself. Okay. This is the beta version, right? Wait, are we starting right now? No, this is alpha, I think. No, we're past alpha. This is the Omicron version. I think we're at alpha, data... No, 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 this is alpha... <laughs> data... <laughs> This is Lampart. This is the alpha for bag, episode bag four. Bag fat. Oh, yeah, like, bagpipe. I don't know what it was. Yet. This is the alpha for episode four. Okay. Oh, that's hard math right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're your host, Chop. Gator. And Blake. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. I guess we're uh, we're starting now. We should start now. Now? Like now now? Wait, wait, wait hold on. I got to take a shit. You would, dude. You would. <laughs> We've been sitting here for 3 hours and then you wait till we start to have to shit. What's shit cra- in the bucket? What's crazy is like before we start recording, we like kind of all gather and then we like talk about our week and then we like kind of prep. And then it's a lot of like us sitting here in silence and playing on our phones. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "Okay, go. Now talk. Everyone talk." And we're like, "Wait, what?" At least that's how I feel. It's disorienting. <laughs> but you got to throw a Blake bathroom break in there. You got, you got to keep people on their toes, you know? We, we like to go into it uh, completely oblivious as to... Yeah. Raw, if you will. Raw dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of raw, the military has these robots, right? And they say that they can eat things. <laughs> organisms. Organisms to create their own fuel. But they totally swear that they're not going to like eat people or anything. You promise? Yeah. You prom- do you pinky swear that these robots are not going to eat people? These robots with the capacity to eat people, you pinky promise they're not going to eat people? I Cross mean, your heart. Why that caveat? Why aren't they like, they won't eat your dog and your cat? <laughs> That's super sus, too. They're like, hey, guys, we made robots that can eat stuff, but we promise they're not going to eat people. And we're like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. You're building a robot to eat people, aren't you? For real, though. They're not like, don't worry, it won't eat all the rodents. You know, like, <laughs> oh, because I was concerned about that. Dude, it's crazy. Like, what disclaimer do you have with your fucking <laughs> robot company? Like, I guess they must see everything that's like an organism as fuel. And if they're driven to eat you to refuel, they'll fucking do it. I feel Imagine like you're like, get away from that robot. He's empty. I feel like the only acceptable way to do it would be to be like, they're orb- herbivores. Like, they're only fucking programmed to eat plant. Outside of mm. plant, they just die. Yeah, but like, are they going to be able to like make good fuel out of just plant material probably not <laughs> i'm i'm assuming there's some kind of ai involved here right like they have to be able to uh, one determine that they're low on fuel or about to die and then two um find a source of said fuel and then three differentiate that that is not people yeah, yeah. but they have to do it without anybody like checking on them or, like like you don't send an email to someone they're like bro i'm gonna eat this and they're like nah that's a, that's a people <laughs> don't do that you what know? if you have to like talk to it <laughs> And what if it doesn't have, like, the English language downloaded on it so it doesn't understand you? And you're like, hey, robot, don't bite me. And it's like, like, bite you. Dude, I don't even speak robot. It sounds like you speak robot, but. Oh, no, it was assembled in Mexico. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Or, like, China. Like, you're fucked, dude. What are you going to do? Get on Google Translate? Be all fucking typing and this robot's trying to eat you? You're all trying to read Chinese characters, and you're like, I don't know, it's a fucking house with a fucking plane flying next to it. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, a I, boat. I imagined it finding like carrion or like like garbage. Or emus? Can it be emus? <laughs> so now they're gonna compete with vultures? Yeah, that's not cool. There's like fucking up the ecosystem now, like the rainforest. Oh, see, that's stuff, true. Dude. That is true. We yeah. program them to eat uh, emus, and then we let them loose in Australia so they don't lose another war to fucking. Why birds? don't they eat like <laughs> Teslas? 
<laughs> or like fucking iPhones or something. Be, why don't you, dude, for real, you just train them to like charge off it. Like they find a Tesla and they just charge this off is, of that. We just eat piece of shit cars, dude. That's all. There's always a Tesla do. somewhere yeah. around, right? Yeah, it's like, close. Yeah, I bought this piece of shit. It doesn't work anymore. And the robot eats it. You know? And they're like, well, yeah, but then the robot can't exist like in the rainforest. And it's like, why the fuck's the robot in the rainforest? Yeah. There's no Teslas in the rainforest. <laughs> Have you ever seen Predator? That's not a robot. That's I know. They're, they're setting them loose to fight Predator. <laughs> They, yeah okay and then they're gonna die if they don't eat predator right yeah that's good that's good so they're gonna have to eat like baboons and shit too i think like banana leaves see they're gonna go cra- they're, uh, they can't just eat animals right they gotta eat plants probably yeah. pizza and a couple hot dogs <laughs> and cokes in there too. What, what if that was the big revelation they were like dude we program these robots to find like source their own energy and like the programming is just like order a pizza yeah dude so we got these fucking lazy ass robots out here that are just like ordering pizzas all the time and they're using the fucking tesla credit card right fuck dude yeah they'd be smart enough to like hack somebody's <laughs> credit card and use it i got a large pepperoni and a six pack of lone star that's what they do is they hunt your credit card <laughs> they hunt your financial information rip you off they like hack you and Wait, then they eat the food that they order with your isn't that pretty much the premise for futurama like bender is that like he just orders pizza and drinks beer oh so he bends stuff yeah yeah but like like seldom like <laughs> yeah very very rarely yeah isn't beer like the, the fuel fuel for mm-hmm. like all the robots but we don't that that's this or is alcohol a, in general this is a future dystopian future i don't want to live in because if the robots start hunting the alcohol yeah we're fucked yeah nah, nah i don't want to be here anymore i don't yeah. want to live on this planet anymore what'd you do if you came home and there's like robots a robot in fucking your ate, house he used your credit card to buy a bunch of pizza and then he drank all your beer sorry bro you would be like dude <laughs> robot bro get the fuck out of my house and don't he's like ah shoot I, a robot can't trespass, right? Because it doesn't have any, like... It has no rights. It's not a thing, yeah. right? You can't, like, arrest that robot. No. It's a thing. What would you do to, like, disarm it? And he doesn't even it? care. He's just, like, putting cigarettes out in the carpet and stuff. And he's like, fuck you. What are you going to do? You're like, you don't even smoke, bro. <laughs> he's like, yeah, asshole. Robots are dicks. Fuck robots. Yeah, I don't like where this is going. I, I feel like the weapon against a robot is, like, a garden hose. <sighs> oh, come on. It's got to be a Bluetooth garden hose, though. Yeah. I think they're impervious to, to water hoses. Well, yeah, I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they're impervious to a lot of things, I think. Magnets? <laughs> that might work. <laughs> Stick a bunch of magnets on them. You think you just annoy them? A Turing test. You need one of those captchas. That's how you fuck them up, right? Oh, instead of like a, a keypad on your door, you have a captcha? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're just kicking yeah. your door. That's what I'm saying. Like, you'll come home to a ravaged house where they just ransacked. They're going to no. be like... Like tribes of Native Americans, you could put some weird shit in, like uh, just conducting raids. Across you know, in video games, when like, like you can fucking, you're like destroyer of worlds in this video game. But then there's like a pillar that fell down that's like waist high, and you can't jump over it because yeah. that's the border. Mm-hmm. You could totally program robots to be like that. Yeah, and the robots like, "Fuck you, I'm destroyer of worlds," and you're like, "Yeah, but you can't fucking <laughs> get past this captcha." And he's like, "This is." This is a turnstile. You think this is going to stop me? And you're like, I know it's going to stop you. You can't get past it. Can you? Can you? Do it then. And he's like, fuck you. I don't even want to anymore. <laughs> That's how we beat the robots. It sounds like they definitely aren't going to eat people. But once they get into the house, they are, they are going to drink all your beer. Dude, could you imagine in 20 years from now, like if we're watching the news and you're like, blah, 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 companies fucking robot broke loose today and ate four children. <laughs> Police are still trying to disarm the robot so, after 14 were injured. So 10 years ago, I would be like, you're stupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, you're buying Bitcoin. You're an but, idiot. But yeah. today, I'm like, eh, 
It could happen in like less than 10 years. Like two. Yeah. Like two years. Like, yeah. Exponentially fast. That makes sense. You say two years today and it's a year tomorrow. And then a day after that, it's a month away. The day after that, it's like a day away. What happens when the robots find drugs though? Like robo drugs. I feel like that's just one or two steps past eating people, right? Like once (laughs) once they figure out they can eat people, then they're like, all right, well, you know, or, or drinking beer, you know, Mm -hmm. then they're going to, they're going to go to the next thing. And it's, it's going to, it's not going to be like, like weed. They're going to drink the beer and smoke our cigarettes just because they're assholes. Yeah. Uh, and they're probably going to eat all the best, like like the best slices of pizza. They're just going to leave the pizza that's like all crust, mm-hmm. you know, or the pieces with no Ugh. pepperonis on them. They're going to swirl the cheese off. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's just because they're assholes. I feel like they're going to pretty quick. They're going to get to like, all right, we need robot drugs. And robot drugs are different. They're, they're like USB sticks. Sticks, yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. So this is a little bit of a tangent. But have you all ever heard of a game called um, Watch Dogs? No. No. Okay. So it's this game, and I don't know, it's not that important, but it's in like a futuristic society, right? And there's like cyber drugs. And so they have that same thing that you're talking about where they like stick a motherfucker in your head and you start just tripping balls. And like you see the world as it is, but there's like fucking, you know, flowers that are all around that are like super bouncy and you like take off running and slam into one. You go flying and then you land on another and bounce across the city and you're, dude, <laughs> that's going to be robo drugs. Robo drugs. Dang, you like download them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unzip here. Yes. That's smart. Though. Uh, okay. So then we become like, uh, what are they, what is it called when you're half robot, half person? Cyborg. Cyborgs. Cyborgs. Yeah. So we become cyborgs to like augment our reality and to like give us, you know, put our iPhones right in our fucking eyes. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we use those to, to trip drugs. But then you can also, just like you program the robots not to cross the turnstile, you can program the people not to like do like, I'm on drugs shit. Mm-hmm. So then when they're on drugs, they're really like, Doing something productive, but then they think they're on drugs, doing crazy. I'm on drug shit. Yeah, because that's the programming. Mm-hmm. You see, you see what I'm see what I'm working with here. I see it. I see it. <clears throat> that's all I'm saying. So it's like a neural interface. It'd make rehab a lot easier, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you wouldn't even need rehab because you'd just be like on drugs all the time. Everybody would be on drugs all the time, but also be productive. And you could like change out your chip when you didn't want to do it anymore. Also, I feel and like there wouldn't like be fine. any like. If you're on robo drugs, there wouldn't be any like physical withdrawals or anything. It would just be a mental thing. Yeah, and you just change your program. Yeah. But then are you truly free or are you a slave to the system? To the software. To the software. A slave to the software. Damn, we're writing a book Ooh, right now. Oh man. This is no, a dystopian a future sci fi. I'm just on drugs. <laughs> robo drugs. Yeah. We download them. Lots and lots of robo drugs. Pay for them with cryptocurrency. So I saw a uh, meme that hit hard the other day <clears throat> or something on Instagram. I don't know. It was like, if your dad doesn't have a fridge from the 90s covered in stickers and filled with random beers, is he really a dad? And it struck to my core. Like, it felt like it was attacking me. I don't know, even know if it's an attack as much as it's just... An dude, observation. Yeah. Are we really that predictable? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I had one fridge from the 90s that mm-hmm. was, like, questionable in the first place. Yeah. And when it took a shit, you know what I did? Instead of moving, like, a new fridge in... I found another fridge from the 90s, and then it didn't have stickers. So I have to clearly, like, the new mission is to cover this fridge in stickers and fill it with random beers. Interesting. So something, I'm just telling you, I'm warning you, something about becoming a dad makes you uh, acquire 90s fridges and cover them with stickers (laughs) and fill them with beer. Huh. Can I do that if I'm not a dad? Uh, I think it's against the rules. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think they're hard to come by, those refrigerators (laughs) from the 90s. (laughs) Not a dad. The dads have a tight grip on that market. Yeah. No, for real. It's an insider deal. Yeah. 
You got to know what's up. You go to buy one off Craigslist and they're like, you got kids? <laughs> yeah, show me pictures. <laughs> uh, you just got to make sure they're legit, you know? Like, you can't just get rid of that shit. Mm-hmm. You want to go into a good home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is there other... Uh, uh, not just dad shit. I'm talking about like like chop. You're you're a gamer, mm-hmm. and uh, what uh, what's a gamer thing that's like fuck, dude? Yeah, no, that's that's real. Uh, light up shit. Light up shit. Yeah, like your keyboard has to be like RGB, and your fucking tower has to have lights showing on it. You know what I mean? Like your whole computer system has to have like fucking flashing lights and different colors and like programmable fucking keys so that you can make all the keys for your games work like. You know, the whole keyboard will be like red, but your WASD keys, which are your movement keys, are like, you know, green or something. What about like a Funko or a bobblehead or some kind of like toy that's a thing that's clearly a toy, but like not a toy because it's collectible and it's in a professional setting? You know? Yeah. Like you've got a, like you've got a, uh, Spider Man or Thor or something sitting on top of your monitor at work. Yeah, so my first thought was like the the Funko or whatever. Not maybe it's not Funko. I don't know. Whatever, one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I have one, but it's not anything related to gaming. It's like a, uh, it's Steve Aoki, which is uh, electronic music producer. So I was like, yeah, that's oh, not- that's not cliche at all. But you mean Tony Aoki? No. Yeah. But I do have like miniature statue things that came in like the collector's editions of games. So I have like a God of War action scene where like Kratos is throwing an axe and fucking somebody up. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's an action figure, but it's not like posable and not supposed to be opened. It's like doing it like a thing. No, it's, it's opened. It's like a little statue. Huh? Opposable. Do, do you know what, uh, what action figures I'm talking about? Yeah. I would call them action figures. They've probably got another name, but yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, they try to make them as hyper realistic as they can. And it's, it's, Kratos figures or bobbleheads something yeah or it's like the the terminator or, or uh Le- leatherface i've seen him several times mm-hmm. but it's it's a it's a toy for adults like it's marketed to adults do you play with it no you put it on a shelf and look at it i think most people even like leave it in the box and put the box on a shelf yeah <laughs> and then like try and sell it on craigslist or something later on in life maybe Maybe eBay or, or they throw it in the trash when they die and their kids are like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, like, who is that? Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Nobody even knows who that is. Yeah. But yeah, gamer stereotypes. I think like, lights, lights on your shit, maybe some kind, like definitely some kind of nerddom hanging on like the wall or on a bookshelf next to your shit. Nerddom. Yeah. What is nerddom? <laughs> I don't know. Like is fucking... nerddom a word? Yeah, definitely. He just said it. How do we bash on Gator? What What's his... His cliche shit. Mm, guitars? He's like, look, look at this fucking idiot <laughs> with guitars and stuff. What a clown. I was trying to think. Something got me the other day. It's probably something about being old. Oh, no. I know what it is. You had napkins in your pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's dad shit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Dude, sure. if you have napkins in your pocket, you're a fucking or, dad. Or paper towels. <laughs> Just crammed in there. Like, I wash them in my clothes when I do laundry. <laughs> you mean... Someone else washes them in your clothes. Yeah, yeah. And that's usually my wife slash mom. <laughs> she takes care of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she always finds my paper towels and folds them up for me and puts them back <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah, you want to save those paper towels, you know? They come in handy, dude. Because it's like... 
quite the lamest fucking conversation. Dude, I'm just saying, like, it's useful to have paper towels. I know, right? <laughs> and sometimes they literally come in handy. No, but seriously, though, I'm trying to be serious about this. Like, if anything happens, you got a mess. I mean, anybody's bleeding. Uh, your nose is running. You are one step off of a handkerchief. I got a hand- I carry a handkerchief. Oh, see, yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> this fucking guy. Now we got him. No, I feel like that's so much better than carrying a paper towel folded up in your pocket. <laughs> no, because I'll throw it away when it's gross. You have to take your handkerchief home and like continue to use it, even when it's nasty. Yeah, I wrap it on around my head and then blow your nose in it and wipe your butt with it. Yeah, and you don't throw it out. Duh. When I have to wipe my butt, like when I'm not in the bathroom, <laughs> I just use a paper towel. That's another towel. Ta- so you're completely re- in case you just have to wipe for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> See, I don't use a hanky and put it back on my head after I do that shit. Sick ass. You do it too. I know you do. And now I know you use your fucking handkerchief to do it. It's fucking gross, dude. Use a sock and throw it away, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, did, did I talk about this last week? I, I completely threw away all my socks. I've changed. I've cycled through my sock inventory. Yeah, you wiped your ass enough with them and they can't get the brown stains out now? No. So they turned all bacony at the top, you know? <laughs> what? Like, oh, they Yeah, I didn't you know talk about <laughs> And you're like, dude, these socks are fucking worthless. Like, Why? They- yeah. It's like they dry rot and get <laughs> fucked up or something. So anyway, I, I uh, you Did know, I splurged. I bought some fucking underwear with the cock pocket and the pouch. Oh, those kind of $45. I got thing. some uh, gold toe uh, white socks. So they're all the same. They're easy to match. Ooh. And then I got some like ankle black socks. So if it's black, it goes with the other black socks. If it's white, it goes with the other black. You, you, you don't want to segregate. You want to keep the socks. It doesn't matter if you're know black I mean? or white. And then, uh, but there's only two, and they look completely different, so they're easy to match. That's true. One yeah. of them is for when you're wearing boots. One of them is for when you're wearing shoes. Yeah, they they're high contrast in those colors, black and, and white. Uh, I'm just saying it makes sense. It's it's logical. That's a good so, investment too, because it could be a pain <laughs> in the butt when you got bacon socks and you know what I mean. You're in a hurry to put them on your feet and. You just need something to go to, you know? Were they getting kind of like... Well, and it's annoying because they bunch up around your ankles, you know? They fall down because they're all bacony instead of uh, elastic. Yeah, too. they like lose elastic Elasticity. Elasticity. Yeah, it's a city in uh, Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> Alaska, yeah. Uh-huh. Alaska, Michigan city. <laughs> all right, you guys are fucking clowns. We're almost 20 minutes into the episode. What's on the box? Oh, yeah, that's what we do here. Right? But, dude, I wanted to talk about, like, you know how socks get like that? Like, you ever had shirts where the armpits get so crusty that you can't wear them anymore? <laughs> You're like, what? No, the collars. Dude, collars turn bacony too. Oh, they do. Yeah. You so know. do underwear. You had underwear turned that way. <laughs> yeah. The band. Yeah. You're like, who wore these? Nobody. <laughs> it's just you're, you've been wearing it for 10 years now. And they're, oh, they're bacon. <laughs> they don't work anymore. Yeah. All right. Today we're drinking Oak Eden. Oak and Eden. Finished whiskey. Oh, we've had this before. It's got the dowel inside. Yeah. Bourbon Spire. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do they call it? Bourbon Inspire. Bourbon Inspire. Not Inspire. And Spire. This is a Spire. Bourbon Inspire. This is an oak Spire. Bourbon Inspire. Bourbon. Bourbon. And. E. Spire. Spire. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Shut the fuck up. Nice. Oh. Second time. Still good. Yeah. I'm feeling inspired by it that. <laughs> What if that's not like actual uh, oak? Yeah, it's just like a particle board. Yeah, or like leftover cardboard from a pizza box or something. Mm-hmm. Or like what makes your underwear turn into bacon? <laughs> it's just in there. 
You're like, that's where it went. Ooh. Sexy kind of, wasn't it? Well, it sounded good. Yeah. It's that spire and spire. Wow. That's uh, some ASMR shit. Yeah, it is. All right. Nerds. Can we get that spire out of there? Nerds. Oh, yeah. That smells like whiskey. Yeah, it's that spire. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that, it does. Wow. Get it's her. that whiskey and spire. I spilled a little bit of whiskey right here. Do you, do you have a napkin? Do you have a paper towel? Yeah, where'd they go? Oh, they're in your pocket. In my pocket right here. <laughs> yeah, here you go, bro. It might be a little sweaty, but... <laughs> It's good. It's a napkin. It soaks it up. It's just butt sweat. I was going to say, also, he wiped his ass with it. <laughs> no, I threw these out. <laughs> and blew his nose. <laughs> yeah. Before right. I wiped my butt with it, I blew my nose. Cheers. Cheers. You can't get it backwards. That's like wiping back to front, front to back. Don't do it. Oh. Ooh, it's cold. It's delicious. All right. All right. So where do we go from here? Oh, good thing I got napkins. Ooh. Oh, okay. So... In Quebec, first we can talk about Quebec. Alex how Quebec. That's a weird word. Quebec. 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 Good fishing in Quebec. Where is Quebec? Canada. Uh, yeah. Okay. So in Quebec, they've decided that uh, in order to get medicinal marijuana, I'm assuming recreational marijuana or alcohol, you have to show your vaccination card. Okay. And and apparently, uh, vaccinations have increased by like 66 percent or something like that. Yeah. So people people are adamant and give a fuck until you start fucking with like you know their, their weed, their alcohol, alcohol and weed, and then they're like, "Oh, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, I need that alcohol and weed." Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that's a great tactic, dude. Get people where it matters. You just take away their alcohol and weed, and then they do whatever you they're want. Like, they just fold to your will. You it's know? funny because there was a point when they were giving out like joints and stuff. I think in DC. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, we'll give you four free joints if you get your COVID shot. And, like, people are like, okay, fine. Yeah, people are getting multiple COVID shots. Yeah. They're like, does that mean if I get two, I can get eight joints? And they're like, yeah, it's math, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's math? Can I get three? And yeah. they're like, no, it's math. You're going to chill the fuck out, dude. How much for a half ounce, man? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought it was an interesting tactic. Uh, what if they did that with just food? They're like, you can't get fucking food anymore. Dude, that basically was how it was in New Orleans. You couldn't go into any restaurant at all without showing a card. Uh, no restaurants, no bars, no fucking hotel, no anything. You could go, I'm assuming you could probably still go to a, like a grocery store, but any kind of fucking restaurant, bar, hotel, casino, any of that shit, no chance. You had to have a card what at if the you, door. What if it was like a, <clears throat> you'll heard of pay toilets before? Yeah. I can use context clues. Yeah. They're bigger it's than not Europe, what you think. think. It's not what you think. Um, okay. You actually have to pay to use a toilet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> I figured most people get confused <laughs> by the term. So I always try to make sure to clarify it. What if they had a COVID card for that? They're like, you can't shit in here if you don't have a card. Hmm. What What most like essential thing could they take away from you? Dude, they could do like, like you can't download the latest version of fucking Netflix unless you get your COVID vaccine. Or like your, your uh, phone OS. They're like, you can't fucking upgrade your phone. Yeah, right? we're going to sandbag the fuck out of your phone. Now it's going to be slow as shit. Can't make phone calls unless you're getting a COVID shot. <laughs> actively. Actively getting a COVID yeah, shot. Yeah, and then we're going to give you four free joints. If you get two, we'll give you eight. <laughs> you don't yeah. get 5G or 4G. You get fucking 3G until you get a fucking COVID shot. Damn. Yeah, and you get like chased by hungry robots should, and stuff. <laughs> that shit would work, dude. <laughs> yeah. The world is – the reality is a parody of itself now. We're in an alternate reality. We've gone off the rails. It's really weird. If you but, look back, like, 
I will say one good thing that's happened with this COVID thing. We've completely, have you noticed this? Is, I want y'all, you're going to, it's going to be a light bulb go off. We have completely eradicated the common cold. The scourge of mankind, right? The common cold that's been fucking with us for generations. Mm-hmm. Gone. Nobody gets it anymore. Yeah, I don't get it. So that's the best part of COVID. That's what I'm saying. Also, uh, the flu. We don't really have to deal with that anymore, right? Yeah. It's, all, it's just COVID. Nobody can get sick yeah, outside of just having COVID. Yeah, it's just COVID. Oh, that's the okay. only thing left. And and once we tackle COVID, once we get everyone to get these vaccinations, then that'll, gonna get sick that'll be cured and we'll all be like happy and just fucking getting blowjobs all the time. Everybody's just going to work forever mm-hmm. and not get sick anymore. <laughs> not get old. Oh, they have a vaccine for that, too. <laughs> yeah. Do they get free joints for that one, too? <clears throat> I think when you're old, you just, like, can get free joints from the government or something. Yeah, it's the we have social security shot, program. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're not giving it money anymore. Turns out we ran out of that, like, decades ago, so. Here's, here's some weed. Here's some free joints. <laughs> the, life's, the future sucks, right? <laughs> that was a whole fucking bit. Did y'all watch the new South Park? No. So they did, like, a fast-forward to the future thing, where, like, all the kids are good. I don't know. It's really good. You should check it out. Uh, but one of the bits that goes throughout the whole show is like, like the doorbell will be singing and it's like, someone's at the door, at the door, at the door in the future, all doorbells sing. And he's like, shut up. I know <laughs> because they're in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like someone will come up and they'll be like, Hey, at, in the future, you have to wear a mask inside. And they're like, yeah, we know. And then that someone's like, dude, the future sucks. <laughs> and they just keep doing that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Future sucks, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It kind of does, man. It's kind of weird. <laughs> no, not right now. The future. Right now is gr- in the future. Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. The future does suck. I can see it already. But I bet you'll be able to smoke weed inside. <laughs> with, your ma- with your mask on and a COVID shot. Yeah. I got my uh, I got my booster. Do we want to talk about that? Go for it. So. Uh, that kills people. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't end up uh, Danny Tanner and this motherfucker. But uh, the, so I got the shot. And like two, I was running errands and I was like, boom, you know, stuck. Now let's go like a couple more places. Then I was like, all right, we got to eat. It was like four 30 kind of in that weird, like not quite dinner, but after way after lunch, you know, and we were like, fuck, let's just go. We'll go to Chili's or something and do like middle-class bougie, you know? (laughs) So we, uh, we're sitting in Chili's and I, dude, I got fucking sick. Oh man. Like I didn't, I didn't want to eat. Everything was gross. Could just be that we were at Chili's, but uh, <laughs> I, I, like Dude, I love Chili's. I felt really, I felt really <laughs> bad, um, queasy, like sick. And then like two hours later, it went away. Uh, by then, I'd gotten home and like I sit down in my chair and I'm like, finally, I can just fucking be sick for a little bit. Yeah. And it was like, no, you're cool. And I was like, all right, maybe I'm over it. Let's go to sleep. Next day, I woke up and it felt like I, you know, after you get into a fight and like your eye, you got like a black eye. Right. And your ribs are bruised. But other than that, everything hurts. <laughs> like everything. So when I woke up after getting my my uh, booster shot, I didn't have the black eye or the bruised ribs. But other than that, it felt exactly the same. Everything hurt. Like every joint, every oh. muscle was sore. Every joint was like, felt like it was like rusty and needed some WD-40 or something. <laughs> oh, no. And, I, and it was like that for an entire day. For an entire day, I was like moving slow and fucking shitty. And then went to sleep again and woke up the next day and it was over. Man. Hmm. So that was my experience with the booster shot. Um, turns out some other adverse uh, effects. Uh, you could just die in your sleep, according yeah. to Danny Tanner, right? Yeah, I heard that. That's kind of crazy. Who the fuck is Danny Tanner? Uh, 
the guy, the dad from Full House, Bob Saget. Yeah, he's he mentioned like I guess he did an interview like two weeks ago where he said he got it, and now people are like people. I don't know. People are losing their shit. Yeah. Do we really think he died from the like? It's weird because it's, when any celebrity dies in a hotel room, everyone's like, okay, well, what was he on? And then they came out and they were like, no, there was really no signs of uh, of drugs in the in the room. And everyone was like, oh fuck, he pulled a he pulled a Robin Williams or something, you know? Yeah. And then they were like, no, 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 not really that either. He was just like laying in bed. He had his hands on his like across his chest, dead. Hmm. Maybe he just died, dude. <laughs> You know, he was like 60-something. He was 65 years old. That's where I was about to go. I was I was going to let the conspiracy theories run amok for a second. And then be like, also, he was 65. And just people fucking die sometimes. Yeah. Some people die like that when they're like 35. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the easiest thing for conspiracy people to grab onto. Is like, oh, this big crazy thing is going on. So we must attribute it to that. Because it's just so uncalled for. What are Somebody the odds dies? that a 65-year-old dude just dies? You know, especially one that like spent his entire adolescence doing cocaine. Yeah, and probably not too long before he died, or got his booster, who was doing cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know the guy personally. He never oh, bought. A, he never bought a bird for me or anything. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, right? Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. So I think I think he was a little bit before my time. You never watched Full House when you were a kid? Not really. Man, I guess... God, the generational gap is large sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, he was so awesome. And I remember when, like, I heard his stand-up for the first time and how, like, not Danny Tanner it was. I was like, oh my God, dude. Did he just say fuck? And then you're like, yep, he did. Just, like, 11 more times. And he said a lot of crazy stuff other than fuck, too. (laughs) Like, he's talking about, like, little kids and, like, weird stuff. Like, this guy's fucking crazy. I did see, uh, at towards the, I guess towards the end, no... A bunch of celebrities have come out and been like, this guy was one of the most genuine, like, nice, good people that they've known or whatever. And he, he was, in fact, like, his inf- he was infectious with his, you know, goodwill or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not trying to talk shit about him. But also, like, he was 65 years old. People just die. Yeah. And also, he was, like, famous when he was, you know, in his, like, 30s. So. I mean, yeah. There's nothing tragic about it, if you ask me. It sucks he's di- he died. Oh, no. that <laughs> That's a thing. When does it stop being tragic? Like. I'm like 35 Dude, now. It, it it really depends on the person, their level of fame, their wholesomeness. Like there's a lot of factors because Betty White also died and that was tragic. Yeah. It's a huge loss. But they said she got a booster shot too, right? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> she was that. also 99. So <laughs> turns out that shit can just happen. Yeah. Man, and it seems like the probability goes up as you get older. That's weird how that works. (laughs) You know what I mean? Have you guys noticed that? Yeah, what do you mean? It's like the older you get, the higher your chances of dying are. Like, the longer you're alive. Put your tinfoil hat on, you fucking conspiracy theory. You really think that there's, like, some kind of, like, intergalactic grand conspiracy that's just singling out old people and and killing them? I don't know, Come on. Well, if I get my booster, I'll be okay. Because COVID might be getting old people. That's true. Maybe that's it. Maybe he didn't get his booster, and that's how he died. But he said he did. Did he? I'm so confused. I just made that up. I don't know. You know he actually wasn't their dad on Full House. What? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't you fucking. I believe that for the longest time, this garbage. And then they're like, his name's Bob. Saget. You're intentionally like, misleading our audience right now, okay? But he looks so much like the girls. <laughs> and I won't tolerate it. So Betty White was before my time, and also in my time. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like you should be more connected with Bob Saget than Betty White. You watched Golden Girls? Yeah. More than fucking Full House? Yeah. I love all the like. 
I've watched Golden Girls in the last two months before she died. All the Reddit posts of like Betty White's one-liners and quips and stuff. Dude, that chick was sharp. She was fucking funny. Oh, yeah. She was like in her 80s and someone was like, hey, you've accomplished so much in your career and you know, you've done this and you've done that. Is there anything left in show business that you would like to do? And she goes, yeah, Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, she was a uh, she was a gem for sure. Unfortunate loss. Honestly, somebody was like Bob Saget died, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> and then somebody was like Betty White died, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, man, man." Honestly, and it wasn't even like um, sucks that she died because like it's inevitable, you know, because of the greater conspiracy against these old people. <laughs> but I was hoping that she would make it to a hundred, right? Like that was that wasn't was it like goal. six days? Yeah, it was really fucking close. That was the goal. Was mm-hmm. that her goal too? Man, I feel bad she didn't reach her goals. She's a quitter. Yeah. <sighs> I know she got so close. She came, what is it? She got so far and tried so hard, but in the end it didn't really matter. Yeah. That is That's poetic, dude. Did you just come up with that? You know, I've been inspired by this band I've been listening to lately. <laughs> this new band? Three Dog Blind or what are they? <laughs> Fucking Effervescence or something. Jesus. <laughs> You're going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, Bob Saget died mm-hmm. from presumably what people are saying is... It depends on what conspiracy theory you buy into. Either he got the COVID shot or he didn't, but that's definitely what killed him. I thought it was complicated by his old age. Compounded by his old age. Ooh, you compounded. Okay, okay. I gotta work on my English. <laughs> so, I want to go ahead and just throw it out there. Who's next on the on the board? Oh, man. What's, the, what's your next... What's your top two for the Death Bowl? God, I feel so bad talking about this because it's almost like you're going to make it happen. But it's already going to happen. You're just trying to predict it. You know what I mean? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Interesting. Hmm. I think he's like 90 something. I mean, conventional wisdom. I feel like, uh, uh, what's his name that's actually never going to die? Keith Richards? Yeah. Conventional wisdom says Keith Richards is still going to be high up on that board, but God damn it. I'm trying to go for people who are like really overvalued. You know what I mean? Like they're really old. Because they're going to expire quick. You know what I mean? Do you think Keith Rich... Is, is Keith, you think he went in to get his COVID shot and they were just like, nah, get out of here. <laughs> no, I think when they made the COVID shot, they, they went to him and they took his blood and that's what they used. They're like, yeah, we used aborted fetus cells and Keith Richards' blood. So Also, all of you have herpes now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you won't get sick from COVID, maybe. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Your guess is as good as ours. Yeah. But you'll be okay for your tetanus shot for at least 10 years. And herpes. I feel like uh, God. Warren Buffett kind of that. That's a it's an interesting take. What about Ozzy? He ain't old enough yet, man. Dude, he could go at any time though. He's fucking. <laughs> dude, but it's so crazy. He's stumbling around right on the edge of oblivion. I thought he was gonna go like years ago, dude. When he was all Adrian, like he is now. Ooh, uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Fuck, what's his name? Rambo. Yeah, Sylvester. Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Is he that old now? I mean, his face is melting off. <laughs> it's been melting, though. Just like Ozzy, dude. <laughs> dude. Ironic how he used to melt faces. Yeah. How his face is melting. Dude, it's bad, too. <laughs> if you, like, saw him, he'd be like, oh, that poor guy. Something's not right with him. We'll just be nice to him. Hey, he's- yo. What about, uh... Sylvester Stallone and Ozzy. We need to do a Sylvester Stallone and Ozzy Osbourne conversation. <laughs> Let's would, try it. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> Let's try it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a on a limb here and take a uh, like an underdog for the the death pole. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, oh. yeah. 
It's in the money, though, man. Yeah, you're, it's you're still like, in the money on that. I feel like it's a that one's gonna sting a little bit. That one's gonna hurt. It's underrated for like how high in the death pool he should be. You know what I mean? Like I, I think he gets overlooked, but I think he's he's that motherfucker's losing it, dude. I, <laughs> <laughs> when he was pointing his hand at that guy in the movies trying to shoot him, and I was like, so Man. I think Gran Torino was the last good movie he d- he's did. I think he's done like two movies since The Mule. Did you watch The Mule? Movie's so bad. That motherfucker can barely walk. Like, I don't think he knows where he is most of the time. That dude's old as fuck. He's going to die soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's going to suck. And also, like, he he was so talented. He was so, he directed Unforgiven was, like, his directorial debut. Yeah. Which is, like, one of my top three favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, also an amazing actor. And it's going to be a sad day when he dies, but he's, like, a thousand years old. Yeah. For sure. So... Obviously, he was known for like a lot of Western shit back in the day, right? What? Western shit back Who? in the day. Who? Clint Eastwood. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. I remember him so, more in like the crime movies, but. So. Dirty Harry isn't a Western. I, I know I'm late to this party, all right? But the other day I watched uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, that's a good one. Really? <laughs> I liked it. You didn't that- like it? That was arguably the worst movie I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, you just didn't get it. That's okay. Child. It was over your head. No. It's so easy to just patronize someone that doesn't like what you... The- oh, you just don't get it. <laughs> it's all right. You can be stupid and wrong. You can be stupid and wrong. <laughs> the first skit was okay until the end, and then it got really annoying. Is that Clint Eastwood? And the last skit was really good. Everything in between was fucking garbage. Like, literally some of the worst mm-hmm. cinematography and storytelling I've ever seen in my life. This hostility will not stand. <laughs> I, I, so after the first one, I was like, "All right, Chop, you you're know, right." I think, I think nine out of ten pedophiles would agree with you. You know, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I bet most terrorists probably agree with you too. So you Communists. know, you're yes, you're <laughs> you know, you're in good company. No, nah, dude, I, I don't know. I guess it just wasn't for me. But <laughs> that was it was awful. It was truly remarkably awful. Yeah, y'all should check it out. It's a good one. <laughs> I do like the outlaw Josie Wales. I got the gold right here, Paul. <laughs> I will say, just before we wrap this up on this topic, that the last, the sixth story or whatever, was almost worth the entire like hour and a half or whatever the, that I The last one was my favorite one, too. Uh, the first, I thought the first one was really good. And uh, there was at least a couple that I remember. The, like the one where he's hanging, where they're going to hang fucking yeah, James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. That one was good. But... I'm not going to lie. There is some some stuff in there in the middle that I've forgotten. Yeah. Um, but I only remember enjoying the ones that I enjoyed and forgetting the ones that I forgot. I remember watching the first one and being like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. All right. It is weird. Is it just like a collection of Western stories? Yeah. It's six stories. Each one's like 20 minutes, something like that. And they tell a small s- story. Yeah. A tall tale, maybe, if you will. It is kind of tall tale-y. Definitely. Like, it, it's a little bit like... Over the top. A little Quentin Tarantino back yeah. in the funniest Woody days kind of thing. Not as violent as Quentin Tarantino, but that, like, outlandish. Any Jeremiah Johnson influence Sure. Uh, dude, the last one has strong Jeremiah Johnson <laughs> vibes, and I'm not even fucking with you. Oh, man. Yeah, there you go. Sold it. Yeah. See, he already likes it. He's, he's on my side now. He's not even seen it, and he's like, I told you it was fucking good. I think, like, mountain men take, like, the cowboy to the extreme. They're, like, levels above a cowboy. You know what I mean? That's where you're wrong. No, I'm totally right. Nah. <laughs> it's okay. I, you can be wrong. And it's okay for us to disagree. You know, I still I still appreciate your opinion enough for me to just shit on it. But, 
and then uh, pull a napkin out of my pocket and wipe my butt with it. But because so you're you're cowboy mount slash mountain men, right? Your your guys are loners that are going out into the wilderness and beating off and stuff. These are the hippie cowboys, right? The cowboys that I'm talking about are the ones that are like gunslingers, gunslingers shooting each other in the streets. Look, I know the right thing to do. I'm this town ain't big enough town. for the two of us. I got this piece of metal on my chest that says "different boy." Mm-hmm. They shoot each other. Yeah, but, but generally, I don't. I don't root for, for the uh, the guy with the metal on his chest. Usually, the the under uh, the antihero, right? That was the Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Or that's the mountain man coming into town. He's just like, look, I want some hardtack and some beaver tallow. <laughs> And leave so, me on my way. And then they fuck with him and he kills everybody and eats their livers and goes back into the mountains. That's the hero. I've got two things. One thing is with the Ballad of Buster Shrugs, one thing that did make me laugh, and it was in a skit that I didn't really like, but it was that James Franco one when he's robbing the bank uh-huh. and he's shooting at the dude that's running at him. He gets pan shot and he's covered in fucking pans, like head to toe. He just keeps running at him. That was uh that was entertaining. Um but I will say, so I've noticed lately with just like both television and movies that I've been watching, I have a hard time getting into movies and television where like the main character is a good guy. Like I want to root for the bad guy. Yeah. Like Batman. So, and and even like there's times where it's vague, right? Like you want to root for him because they're not necessarily bad, but they're fucking shit up to make good shit happen. You know what I mean? I like, so in, in. Unforgiven, you've got uh, William Money, who's who's kind of doing a good cause. He's going to go kill somebody that he feels like deserves to die. But he's also known as a bad guy, but he's changed. He's gotten old and, like, shitty since then. So you feel bad for him because he's, like, not bad anymore, but he's going to go do some bad shit, but it's for a good cause. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Gene Hackman's character, who is, like, the good guy, but he's also bad, you know? Yeah. Like, he's the... he's. Normally, he would be the good guy in the cowboy story. It just so happens that in this story, he's like beating people up because mm-hmm. he's he's killing the the bad guys that are coming into town to to kill like assassins, you know. Yeah. So they kind of flip the whole thing on its head, and then they make it like neutral, where it's like I don't fucking deserves got. He even says it at the end. He's like deserves got nothing to do with it. It's just it's just the wild west. I don't know. People are just killing each other, and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Yeah. So like. A lot of the media that I consume, I just, I, I've noticed that I like to root for the bad guys. So, like, uh, Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows for a while. I'm like, Walter White is not the good guy, right? Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. I'm sure. the one who knocks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Peaky Blinders is another one, which, like, they're a gang. They're fucking shit up. You told like, me you were getting into that. It's, it's that's oh, what's yeah, up? that's good. I, yeah, I finished it. Well, finished what's out, at least. Is it like, uh, the impression I got was that it was like, gangsters in Ireland or something. Irish gangsters in England. Okay. So it's not like Chicago. No. Okay. They like very, very briefly. They like, he sends one of his dudes over to America, but like, it's not relevant to anything that they're really doing. It's just like, Hey, we have a dude in America now. And like maybe 10 minutes of screen time is like, him doing some shit in America. You know what I mean? But they're in England. They're in England. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like post, I think world war one, maybe. Okay, so like the 1960s? No, no later earlier, than that. Early, earlier. It's, earlier. It's like 1984, right? Isn't 1984 post-World War One? No, that's the apocalypse. I mean, that is that's post-World War One. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> but pre-World War Two, right? That happened with 9-11. But uh, anyway, it's it's another one where like you're rooting for them, but they're not the good guys. Like, And it's fucked up, too. Like, I don't want to give away anything in the show, but like 
there's horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are horses. Uh, but like the the main dude's like kind of playing both sides, right? Like he's a gangster, but he's also like talking to Winston Churchill and shit. You know? Oh, he's in it. Yeah. So <laughs> Winston Churchill. <laughs> so it could either be World War One or World War Two. I think this is World War after World War One, pre World War Two. Is Winston Churchill like old or young? Uh, I think in the show he's like probably thirty. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Because he was old AF after 9-11. Well, actually, he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was real, real old. I think he was still black and white when he died. <laughs> like, he's that old, bro. But anyway, like, the the trend continues down a bunch of other shit. Like, you can even say things, even, like, as, uh, what's the right word? Like, as a gray area is like Batman, right? Like, he's not necessarily always good. He tries to be, but he does some fucked up shit sometimes. It is kind of neat to see that, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like everybody's taught to be good, do good, be good, blah, blah, blah. But it's good to see that there we go with good more. There's, well, it's good to see that you don't necessarily have to do good or bad. It's just. See, what I, I there's no such thing as fucking just good. Right. Like, yeah. and, and that's a, that's a lesson that we're going to get serious now. That's a lesson that, like, you have to learn. Like, first you learn that you're not supposed to be bad. You're supposed to be good. And you're supposed to tell the truth. And you're supposed to, like, do what's right and stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves and all this shit. And you're like, yeah, well, like, like, why are these people being bad? I'm just going to be a good guy. And then you get a little bit older and you're like, wait, like, both these sides are kind of right. Both of them are kind of fucking assholes. Like, I don't really know what side is the good side or the bad side. So then the next logical step is just like, well, I just want to see someone, like, fuck everybody up, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I think that's where it, and Batman is like, Batman's like the gateway movie, like the gateway drug into like anti-heroes, you know, that's pretty, it, it, the, the, the Heath Ledger Joker Batman was like the best, I think that he, he hit it the closest. Right. But even that one, it was like, well, Batman's still the good guy and Joker's still the bad guy. Like if they really wanted to flip it on its head, Joker would do something where like, he was trying to save some people, but Batman couldn't let go of his own pride and anger and rage and revenge narrative and does something fucked up. Yeah. You know, then it would be like, oh shit, who's the good guy here? Like he has a chance to capture Joker, but in the meantime, if he does capture Joker, it's going to drop like a fucking, you know, a fucking gondola full of people on the street or something. Yeah. And he makes the choice to arrest him. And uh, yeah, that's where they need to go with the next Batman. I need to write the next Batman. It should be me. Yeah. He should drive a Corvette. Shots, my, uh, shots, let's go. My quintessential, like... Wait, he should drive a Corvette? <laughs> Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah, dude. Never mind. All right, yeah, you're right. In your version, he should drive a Corvette. Not a Mustang. My quintessential, like, gray area character is uh, from The Last of Us 1, Joel. Oh, yeah, so good. Like, he, you think he's a good guy for so long, and in reality, he's just a dude trying to do what... He wants to do. Spoiler alert. By the way, if you haven't played The Last of Us, fuck you, right? One. Yeah, The Last of Us one. Oh, it's a game. But it, yeah, so the whole the whole thing, like his daughter dies and then he, it's a zombie apocalypse. And then he's like, he's this hard motherfucker. But he's, like, you're Jeremiah Johnson archetype, right? Okay. But he's trying to protect this girl that, that uh, I don't know. I don't even remember how he finds her, but he finds her somehow. He has to get her outside of the city. But he's basically, he's protecting her and and trying to get her safe because she's like immune or something. So, uh, over the course of him protecting her, he obviously like it gets to the point where he cares for like like he would care for his daughter, right? And at the very end, they're they're it comes to light like they make it to the fucking CDC or whatever the fuck, and it comes to light that uh, they're they're going to use her to create a 
uh, cure for the zombie apocalypse, but in the process, it's going to kill her. And rather than let that happen, he's just like, well, fuck humanity. Like, the world can burn, and I'm going to kill everybody in this motherfucker and get her out of here. And that's the end of the game. Yeah, and there's you literally, like, killing innocent people. And Yeah, there's but, literally, like, a, a part of the game where you run through this hospital and just fucking murder everybody. And then you take her, who's past that, like, under anesthesia or whatever, take her, get out, and then you're in a car, like, driving, and they're like, she wakes up, and she's like, the fuck happened and they're like oh they couldn't figure it out we're going somewhere else we're not gonna be here anymore yeah. <laughs> damn good thing to sleep through huh yeah it's hard it goes hard but like that's that's the perfect example though of like a gray yeah like he he's doing what he can to try and help humanity up until the point that it's gonna fuck his shit up and then he's like yeah fuck this and then he just fuck humanity i don't yeah. even like humanity yeah i like where his head's at i don't know it's good so since we're on a serious note i'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it rolling. So you mentioned 1984 earlier. Uh-huh. So in our area, there is a school district that started banning books, right? And one of one of the books that they banned was V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few others that were kind of big, big name books that have been a part of our culture for a long time that were kind of upsetting, if that makes sense. Uh I imagine like Animal Farm. No, that wasn't even on there. The uh, Bell Jar. No, it was, it was like, no, actually want? it was. Um, so like the Handmaiden's Tale was one of them. Um, okay. I actually haven't read that one, but I know what it's about. Uh, v for Vendetta was obviously one of them. Um, the Lottery. You remember that one? Mm, no, uh, it's long story short. It's about like a to- totalitarian government that's like killing off its people. Oh, yeah. We, we, we don't have any room for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, th- there's a whole list, right? It's probably like 10, 12, something. I don't know. Somewhere in that. That's range. fucking crazy to me. That is insane. Like, and, and I've, we've had some pretty serious conversations in the studio before, especially like after we turn the mics off. Um, one of the biggest points of contention that got heated was uh, the idea of banning books or banning content for the, for the sake of like sparing the kids. Mm. And uh I think it was a life is a house or not life is a house. What is it? It was the one about the lesbian chick that, that uh, is in an abusive relationship. She's trying to get out of it. And she uses the metaphor of the house, like as her relation is her relationship. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about the story is it's told like different chapters are written in different ways. Right. Right. And so what they did, and there's even a YouTube thing that you can look up. It's a uh, Leander school district. It's this lady that goes up and she's outraged that they're exposing their children to this pornography. Right. She reads a passage out of it and it has something to do with like, I'm, you know, she's like, it's, it's uh gay sex and she's talks about a dildo and it's, it's pretty rough. I mean, it's pretty graphic, but it's also, that's the part that she read. That was the most outrageous part of the whole book. It was one page. The entire chapter was one page. And that chapter was um like, each chapter has a name like uh, house as a romantic novel, house as uh, a this, house as a that, you know? Mm-hmm. So even though uh, even though this this story was way out of my like comfort zone or even like what I what it is that I would choose for myself to read. Right. Um, it was very much I, I felt invested and I and I read it because I wanted to know what it was that they were deciding was so bad. And it, it amazed me that like that chapter that that they picked that they cherry picked to read on in front of like the pearl clutching fucking grandmas at the at the PTA thing 
was the half of a page, three quarters of a page that was uh, life as like pulp pornography or something, or house as pulp pornography or something like that. Like it was intentionally written like that. And it still told a part of the story and it told a part of the story that involved, like it had context. Yeah. They were having sex because they're in a passionate relationship where they, you know, trusted each other or whatever. Like, Mm-hmm. But then it got a little bit too aggressive and they decided, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was a reason it was part of the story. Now here's the other, the other context for the whole scenario, not just the story. Um, that book wasn't on a like required reading list. It wasn't, they weren't reading it in class. It was like, Hey, look for the, for the gifted readers out there that are, that are in, you know, our class. Uh, here's a list of books that you can choose to read outside of, of the curriculum. Right. And it happened to be one of the books. Dude, that is exactly the type of shit that you should be reading in high school to yeah. me. And, and, oh, and that's the other thing is it was a high school book. Now, the whole list, the, the list that they put out spanned like, okay, if you're in kindergarten, here's a list of books. If you're in first grade, here's a list of books. Yeah. This is like ninth grade or 10th grade, I think. It was high school. It, I think it was ninth or 10th. Dude, like I would rather a, a child was ex- like, that's what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to be learning like oh shit that you know the this world is what is, the real world is right because a lot of kids get out of, and you can't tell me like well they should just wait till college because a lot of kids don't go to college you know high school is supposed to be preparing children for the real world and it's not all rainbows and butterflies out here yeah so like what better way to expose them without actually exposing them to any kind of actual danger you know what I mean like yeah there and not only that it's not that graphic because it's literally a book you're reading black and white print on paper mm-hmm. you're not watching like pornography you know what i mean so uh obviously when you take it out of context it 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 is um it's jarring but that's that was the point and i don't think that they should be i feel like if a kid can if a kid is old enough to read it and grasp it then it doesn't matter how old they are yeah you know what i mean uh and i'm pretty passionate about like you can't you can't not you can't get rid of books you can't ban you can't censor Mm-hmm. Um, especially literature. I feel like uh, whether it's the anarchist cookbook or Mein Kampf, you know, like, of course it would be easy to ban like fucking the butter battle book by Dr. Seuss. And people aren't going to trip that much. Cause they're like, whatever. It was kind of a whack Dr. Seuss book anyway. Yeah. But once you start down that rabbit hole, well, once you start down that rabbit hole, then you go to like stuff that's like, okay, well this is offensive and doesn't fit my, you know, comfort zone. Narrative, yeah. And, and, now all of a sudden you've you've opened it up Pandora's box to I'm gonna get rid of everything that makes everybody uncomfortable and and the world doesn't give a fuck who's comfortable and who's not. Well, and beyond that, like it it ups. So what was upsetting to me is that a lot of it fits a certain narrative, right? Like it's it's not even about the like they didn't ban V for Vendetta because there's a sex scene in it. You know what I mean? Right. They banned it because it's rebellious and anarchist or whatever, right? And that's you wouldn't want these teenagers being rebellious. Right. You know, and what is just mind blowing to me, like just fucking absolutely just confuses the hell out of me is like the lottery or V for Vendetta or Handmaiden's Tale. All of those are about like over oppressive to like totalitarian governments doing fucked up shit to like oppress people. And all of those books are banned (laughs) by a government. I I'm gonna take this this angle on it though. Just do a little devil's advocate. Yeah, we need that because I'm just gonna take. Otherwise, it's not a conversation. It's just like us spitting vitriol. Look at it from this perspective. You've got um, the next generation of people 
that you're bringing up, you're within a school district um, and you know, you're responsible for this generation of kids to not be a bunch of fucking like degenerates like us. Yeah. (laughs) Like everybody, you know, they're, they're impressionable and you don't want them to become disenfranchised with the system because while the system is a system and you can get hung up in it being a system and you can see all the ugliness of it, there's so many benefits of the system and you start getting people caught up in that negativity, especially at a young age like that. They're never going to go past that. They'll never look at the system as a way to like, I can use this to my advantage and get somewhere. You know what I mean? If you start teaching all these kids that corporations are bad and that corporations are the problem. See, or- I, and I feel like that's the, the what is it? The logical fallacy that, that the side that you're uh, playing devil's advocate for likes to go to is that they're teaching it. They're not teaching it. It's just there. And they're deciding, okay, we're going to take it out of the libraries. A lot of kids, that's the only library that they're ever going to have access so to. So this isn't even, I guess that's where I'm kind of off on this. This isn't part of the curriculum. This is just, mm-hmm. we don't want these books to be here right. and be available to people anymore. Right. right. So another thing that like that, okay, struck, so that's different. struck me with this was the idea that um, like a lot of the people that are trying to pull these out of the cur- not even the curriculum, but like the the libraries, the access to these books, right? Probably read these books in middle and high school. Maybe like th- this. W- th- the list has a lot of books that were extremely common in the '90s and 2000s as curriculum or or available. A lot of them were curriculum. Like the lottery was curriculum in a lot of places. Um, and I feel like with how many people went through that curriculum and turned out fine ran for mayor, fucking opened a company, whatever. Like you're, so I don't know. So there are, there are books that are extremely uncomfortable. I'm thinking like, um, of mice and men or the Scarlet Ibis or like there, there's stuff out there. That's not, it's not going to sit comfortable. It's not happy. Right. And it is, and it is curriculum, the giver, you know, it's, it's, it's taught this and that's okay. Like, I feel like understanding dystopia is is good, or or at least educational. What if what if uh, and and I can relate to this. this is going to get real serious pretty quick. But um, the, the Scarlet Ibis is a is a rough one. Yeah, we're, we need to lighten it up after this. The Scarlet Ibis is a rough one about a uh, a kid with a handicapped brother. And uh, at the, the long and short of it is, at the end, the the handicapped brother dies. Right, and so. I, I have a handicapped brother and, and when I was going through high school um, and this story was coming up in the curriculum as a part of like the, the you know, this is what we're going to read. Uh, my teacher came to me and was like, hey, look, I want you to read this ahead of time. I was also in advanced English, so she felt comfortable like that I could handle it on my own outside of school before we got to it, you know. And she gave me she gave me the option to like uh, – not be present when we talk about it, which I declined. I read it. It was rough, but it also like gave me a voice without having to voice it myself. It also told me that like, like you're not alone. uh, Yeah. I wasn't the only one. So what if there's a kid out there that's living in an abusive household, right? And, and is scared. And then they find a, they, they read a story where there's an abusive relationship and the person gets out of it. Right. But then you take it off the shelves because your sensibilities are, are, you know, because you're uncomfortable. And it's like you're 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 doing you're doing other people a disservice by limiting what they what's right for them. You know, 
this isn't taking uh, a devil's advocate stance, but I will say that it's better just to be straight with people about stuff than it is to try to BS people or shield them from anything. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, even even if it's something rough, even if it's like... Like, sh- like really, like, if you're going to be really genuine with somebody, say you meet a kid and they've got that shit going on. You know, the most genuine thing to do is to talk to them about it in the real sense. But the, the most kind of shithead thing to do is bullshit them about it or bullshit anybody about anything. It's also know? a cop-out. Like, you're kind of a coward if, if your kid comes to you and is like, you know, Dad, what's anal sex? And you're like, oh, well, that's, you know... Something that, like, dude, come on. Like, if, if they bring it up, like, let's fuck it. And, and obviously you explain it in as much context warrants the age and uh, it's appropriate for the child. But also, like, you don't have to lie about it. You don't have to tell them it doesn't exist or the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, That's funny. Uh, the other day we were watching a show. Um, I'll try to give context around it. Everybody hates Chris. Y'all know that show? I know of it. Um, they used a racial slur in it that my son had never heard before. Because we don't use that racial slur, mm-hmm. you know, around him, at least. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he heard it and he was like, Mom, Dad, what is this? And he said it, you know, like, oh my God, dude, he picked that one up, you know, and it was like, well, you know, that's just not something we ever say, you know, blah, 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 blah. We told him about it, but we weren't like BSing him about it or just like, no, that's bad. Put it in the corner, you know, throw dirt on it. You never, ever, you know, like. Just pretend like that doesn't exist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's going to come up, you know. I, speaking from experience, I think we can all look at that. Like, there's people who's bullshitted us throughout our lives, and it discounts your relationship with them, you know. Like, yeah. and when people can be, it says a lot about somebody when they can tell you something ugly about yourself, but still love you afterwards, you know what I mean? Like. That's a big deal compared to the opposite of that when somebody's just going to bullshit you, you know, about how you are. Because they're afraid of confronting the awkward situation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Whoa. Holy shit. Let's take a shot. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about this whiskey. Yeah. We're serious now. Holy moly. Yeah. We're doing a serious podcast now. We're going to mix it up a little bit. This is is our new thing. I think we're going to stick with this only, right? Yeah. We'll be serious. We need to get people on here getting paternity tests and shit next. All right. So I want to talk about this whiskey. All right. Sweet, uh, Oak and Eden, finished whiskey. Bourbon and Spire, bourbon whiskey, finished with a toasted oak spire. So, it's got a bottle number, batch number, it's got a proof. It's got some shit written on the back, I'm not going to read it. It had a really good pop, had a really good pour. It does have a wooden, like, dow spire in it, which is kind of cool. A stave? An oak, an oak spire. Uh, sweetness, how do we feel? piece of wood. Low? Low? Yeah, I don't think it's sweet. One and a half? These Reese's are sweet now. Mm, boy. All right, crunch low. Yeah, yeah, I'd say pretty low. Uh, I wouldn't say super low, like two. Okay, I'll, I'm just nodding yes to it so far. Uh, bite low, pretty low. Um, I would go two. Eh, I might even go one point five. I was gonna say one point five or two. I thought one point five was gonna make you cringe. I would say one point five. Yeah, I'll go okay. one point. It's low. Bottle, uh, two point five. Pretty dope. I like it. Uh. I'm going to go 3.5. Sure. <clears throat> Drunkenness. Yeah. It's working so far. It made us get all serious. I love you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it a... And it's 90 proof. Three and a half. Okay. Wait, hold on. If it if it's strong and it's good, I feel like it should get a four. And I bet we gave it a three and a half the last time we talked about it, but that's because we were pussies and didn't want to like commit. Four is... 
it's gonna be a hard sell. Yeah. So, so I'm not saying I couldn't be sold. I get it that like like well it didn't fucking wild turkey or something. Like it's not super heavy. It isn't Garrison Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. That's hot. Like that's high, but it is higher than average. <laughs> You're high, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is higher than average. It, it, normal uh, normal whiskey's like eighty proof. This is ninety. You're higher than that. Um, and it's also delicious. Like I could drink, I could drink that whole bottle <sighs> over the course of a night. All right, but a two point five is like normal, right? Eighty proof mm-hmm. and moderately drinkable. Yeah. So I- a three is either higher proof or easily drinkable. Mm-hmm. I feel like a 3.5 is a combination of the two. What's it's, four? A four is either exceptional proof or exceptional drinkability. A 4.5 is a combination of the two. And a five is, this is like 150 proof and I can drink it like it's fucking Malibu. Kool-Aid. Yeah. So you're sticking hard. Are you 3.5? I think I'm 3.5. How do you feel? Are you drunk, Gator? You're fucking wasted. I can see wasted. it. Wasted. Wiggity, wiggity, <laughs> wasted. No, I'm really trying to balance out like uh, the level of experience I'm getting when I drink this versus how I feel. Because really, I don't like this whiskey, if I'm going to be honest. It kinda, really? It kind of tastes kind of weird. I mean, I'm going to drink more of it and not complain about it past this point here. But it just it's not that pleasurable to drink. But I feel good. Fuck. You trumped me. All right. It's 3.5. Sorry. Sorry. It's just, it's good. We should take another shot. Well, yeah, we're going to. But uh, I I don't know. We've had other whiskeys that I enjoy more. This one's not bad. But I'm just trying to be, uh, what is it? Not objectionable, but. uh, Objective? Objective. That's it. All right. Let's lighten it up a bit, huh? Yeah. Let's talk about food, maybe. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I got one. Uh, and it's about Burt Reynolds. Um, so we know who Burt Reynolds is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the mustache, right? Uh, one of them. He led uh, the the Germans in World War Two. Yeah, right? something like that. He had a great mustache. Uh, so National Enquirer, right? A, a reputable news source. Yeah, yeah, invaluable. Oh, they got those HB. So they used to talk shit about Burt Reynolds, like. All the time, right? Like, they were just dogging on him. They're like, fuck his mustache. Haters, dude. Hating daggers. They were fucking mad. I think they did that with everybody, but yeah. He's a cheater. Uh, He likes Hillary Clinton. They they wrote shit about him for so many years or whatever. And so, later on in his career, what he did was he got a helicopter to literally dump a load of horse shit on top of their head. What a fucking winner, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I almost said it. I was like... They're just hating him because he's like, you know, he's probably like getting laid all the time and making tons of money and like cocaine. Everybody fucking wants to hang out with him. And like the National Enquirer's like, look at this fucking asshole over here, like just succeeding all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then he, and then the level of spite, like the level of fuck you, that is. (laughs) He spent the money to hire a helicopter (laughs) to drag a bunch of horse shit over their headquarters and then drop it. I bet he took some heat for that too. Like probably he probably got like fined or something. Probably. Oh yeah, I bet for, for multiple things: flying a helicopter and fucking <laughs> having feces in a helicopter while flying it. But if you're Burt Reynolds, him. you know you earn you earn a couple like fuck yous. Like this is my Burt Reynolds fuck. I'm Burt Reynolds fuck you card. I think there was you a know? risk he's willing to take. Yeah, like he's got a I'm Burt Reynolds fuck you, and it's got like he, they had to punch this like, punch punch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had to punch this one, but. And maybe he's only got four left, but I th- I'd say that was a that was a good one. Worthwhile, yeah, <laughs> worthwhile endeavor. Fi- sound financial investment. If you're gonna punch sure. one of the holes on your card, you better make it fucking grandiose. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I support this message. I think like what what makes me happy about this is that it was horseshit. Yes. Like he's basically saying that everything that they wrote was horseshit, right? Like that's that's the message. No, that everything that they write is horseshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And was also. And will be. Yeah. And that like them as people, they like they're <laughs> horseshit. Amen. And Burt Reynolds is like the perfect person to do this for some reason in my head. Turd Ferguson? Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's honestly probably why is because of the, the Saturday Night Live skits. But I feel like he's the perfect person to just be like, oh, yeah, here's a bunch of horseshit on top of your building, by the way. I like it. Uh, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's Burt Reynolds. Like, if you don't like Burt Reynolds, you can fuck off. You know? <laughs> is he like... Is he like Betty White? Of- he's the new Sean Connery, for sure. Yeah. But is he still alive? Is Burt Reynolds still kicking it? Or is he passed to now? And actually, he might not be the new Sean Connery. I think he would just... Yeah. Is Sean Connery he might still be the, alive? at the same time as Sean Connery, but also like Sean Connery. Yeah. I wonder what the age difference is. I bet Burt Reynolds is a little bit younger than Sean Connery, but not much. They're probably still, are, fucking all the same bitches. Are know? they still oh, alive? Yeah, they were running trains, dude. <laughs> fucking raw dogging, bro. Are they still alive? That's my third time to ask. Uh, Burt Reynolds is. Sean Connery is. Sean Connery's not. Okay, that's what I thought. Sean Connery died like fairly recently, right? Like Who's couple, the next one? Within the last couple of years? Who's the next one? Ooh. Uh, like, do you think. Uh, uh, who's the guy that played Bond? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig? You think Daniel Craig's going to be a bad motherfucker like that? No. No. Probably not. I'm thinking it's going to be like, uh, hmm, that's tough, actually. I had a couple people in mind, and then like after thinking about it, I was like, nah, probably not them. Hey, guys, can I change it up a little bit? Yeah, what's up? So I've, I've been kind of having this epiphany lately. I've been meaning to share it with you guys. Um, and it relates to one of the topics we have up there um, about pets. So I have a pet, and you guys have pets, so I thought I could talk about it. Okay. Um, so just recently I realized that like all animals are naked. <laughs> okay. And it occurred to me with my dog at first. Um, cause you were looking at his like wiener. Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but can't, let me qualify that a little he bit. He was laying in the middle of the living room floor, licking his wiener on his back. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's super like dark Brown chocolate, if you will. And, uh, his uh, ball sack is not. It's like the the negative color of that. You know what I mean? It's like it just stands out high contrast. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, wow, like all dogs are naked. And then I was like, oh, my God, like every single animal is naked right now. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, But I was like, it's so normal, though, for them to be naked. But then you get arrested. It's bullshit, right? Well... I went down to like, maybe I should just live in a nudist colony and it'd be okay. And, uh, but it costs a lot of money every month to live there because their HOA fees are high. You know, like there's a lot, too much going on in that. Do you really want to live in a low budget nudist colony though? I mean, it's expensive. Do you want to live in like a section eight nudist colony? Dude, it's expensive if you want to do it right. You know what I mean? You got to have serious cash and they have high insurance policies and premiums too. So it's like, you got to watch it, dude. It's, it's not a, the best like return on your dollar. You know what I mean? You got to really be like, I don't know. You want to go to Hawaii or do you want to go Hawaii? You know what I mean? It's like that. Do you want to go to New York City or do you want to go to New York City? It's like that. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it means either, but it sounded cool. So I just kept going with it. You want to go to like Nashville or do you want to go to Nashville? It's like that. You just have to say it like that. You just say the two cities. Can you say it with like any random place? Like, do you want to go to Albuquerque or do you want to go to Albuquerque? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to eat pizza or do you want to eat pizza? Damn. Yeah, see what I mean, dude? <laughs> do you want to ride in my car, or do you want to ride in my car? If you know what I mean. Yeah. 
do you want to come eat at my house or do you want to come eat at my house all right so yeah so uh <laughs> so, so i jumped from there pet, pet. got on youtube for a while and pets are sentient uh, it turns out what does that mean uh that's kind of like you don't eat sentient? lobsters yeah sentient Uri. sentient 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 i don't know santorita fucking idiot sapient is it sentient or is it sentient I think it's supposed to be sentient, but fuck that. <laughs> looks like sentient to me. If it looks like a duck, it sounds like a duck. It's a fucking duck. Sentient. Yeah. All right. So you think pets are like outsmarting us just so they don't have to like go to work? and? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, my dog was on Robin Hood the other day fucking making like <laughs> making 30% on these trades. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're just trading options. Like Which I'm not, I'm not hating on him for doing that. But like, bro, give me a fucking shout out. Like, give me a heads up, you know, right? like. Like, the bottom's about to fall out of Ethereum Classic. I'm just telling you, like, come on. But he's like, I can't talk, so I'll bark. Like, I'm going to work and so I can pay for your food and fucking air conditioning and shit. You could at least tell me, like, when this shit's going to go yeah, down. when to buy or sell. I mean, you sit at home all day fucking watching the, the Licking market. Licking your balls and fucking. Dude, that's not a bad way to be if you're if we're being real. Like, Yeah, I bet if you pet him nice, you let him lick your balls too, Blake. <laughs> also, I just had an epiphany. Robert Downey Jr. He died. Yeah, that's right. That's that's he's gonna be the next motherfucker. So I recognize that name. Oh. I'm trying to picture that guy. I just had a heartbreaking thought. I don't know. Oh, was he in uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was. You yeah. want me to drag the, the podca- podcast dude? down again? Yeah, play another dude. Go play super dude. sad. What? Willie Nelson. What about him? He could be the next one. That's true. That is true. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. J- just to be clear, not Deathpool, but the next. Motherfucker, like uh, oh oh, I thought we were doing Death Pool. No no no, he he's the next motherfucker. Like uh, yeah, he could do it. He yeah. could do it. Do what? Burt Reynolds? Yeah, Sean Connery. Sentient pets. Mm. I think he already did that. What about Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford's doing a good job right now. Yeah, true, true. But he could die too. Oh, you know who else he's is doing a good job? Uh, he's in all the National Lampoons. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, I think he's a real fucking asshole. Yeah, no, I, I know he's a real asshole. But so was Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, uh, what's his fuck was too? Burt Reynolds. What about Robert Redford? He's up there. Yeah, see, I feel like Robert Redford and, and uh, Harrison Ford are holding it down right now. Like, they're they're filling the spot, but, I mean, we can do better. Yeah. To, like, really live up to a Sean Connery status, you got to. You got to embrace a level of uh, don't give a fucking assholeness that they just don't have. Yeah. And then people still like you anyway because you're that much of a boss. Yeah. To like, oh, that guy's cool. What about the guy that played uh, Han Solo and fucking... Harrison in- Ford. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> I'm tripping. What about... Well, but what about Indiana Jones, though? What about him? <sighs> that actor's different. He wore a hat, so he's kind of <laughs> weird. What about Blade Runner? You lost me. Uh, it's all Harrison Ford. Okay. He's in Blade Runner too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, he's in Blade one, Runner one. Uh, the reboot. It was actually Blade Runner. I get Blade Runner confused with Blade, where <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Yeah, where Wesley Snipes like a vampire. Vampires. Yeah, dude. I mean, basically the same thing. It's I don't know. Just, they used the Jeremiah Johnson story arc and then just reapplied like vampires and Wesley Snipes. You know? Oh, they just typed deft it all. And, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I can see Wesley Snipes being a good Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> so who are the Indians? Hey, the he, did, he did have to bail because he was he was trying to escape. Uh, he was doing tax evasion, right? He was trying to get out of taxes. Oh, shit. So, like, for real, if anybody needed to pull a, a D.B. Cooper or a Jeremiah Johnson, like, Wesley Snipes. What's up, dude? Dang, Move to the wilderness. Dang. You know, you can't do that now. It's, like, it's physically impossible. 
Nah, you move to fucking. There's a there's tons of shows about people that live like in the Arctic Circle and like fucking hunt beavers or something. Yeah, and there's people that are video cameras filming them every day. Oh no, they're by themselves. There's a there's a whole camera crew, but they don't count. Yeah, they're like, oh look, they're all by themselves alone out here and doing cool shit. So I'm genuinely curious now. We 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 just talked about the asshole actors, right? Who do you think are like the most wholesome motherfuckers in Hollywood right now? One actor, one actress. Wholesome. Yep. Tom Cruise. No, he's a Scientologist. Doesn't count. Yeah, he's He's not automatically disqualified. He's not a real person. Damn it. He's a lizard. Uh, Tom Hanks. Seth, Seth Rogen. Ooh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Bam. That was that hit hard. Ooh, yeah, right. The ball. What about Seth Rogen? No. He's Come kind on. of a grumpy bitchy guy, dude. Everybody likes Seth Rogen. No, oh, oh. what about who's the who's the fat kid that's not fat, but then he is fat again? That always hangs out with Seth Rogen. Jimmy Kimmel, Pat O'Brien. Come on, Conor McGregor, Andy Milanakis. No, <laughs> that always hangs out with Seth Rogen. He's in like uh, he's, he's in the, Wolf of Wall Street. He's the other fat guy. Oh, Leonardo he's DiCaprio. Super bad. He's in super bad. Yeah. yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. God, I, the people that are listening are like, you fucking idiots! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Everybody likes Jonah Hill. If you don't like Jonah Hill, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) What about Mike? I think, is Jonah Hill kind of an asshole though? Michael Sarah? No. No, I think Michael Sarah is kind of an asshole. I think Jonah Hill is pretty much like across the board. People like, dude, why are you so fucking nice? (laughs) Quit being nice. You're freaking me out. Fucking weirdo. (laughs) Remember uh, there was that movie, This is the End? Yeah. And Jonah Hill comes up and he's like, oh, smoking weed? Tight, tight. And they're like, get out of here, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> hmm. All right, what about an actress? Uh, Wholesome. The the huh. the chick from uh, Frozen that's not Adina Menzel that can sing better, but the other one. She was in Pitch Perfect, red hair, super short. Never watched Pitch Perfect. I don't remember that person. Amy something? Amy Lighthouse? No, that's Winehouse. Winehouse? <laughs> <laughs> Lighthouse? <laughs> She's wholesome, right? No. I think she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> From a heroin overdose. Fight. Ooh, that's wholesome. I, so, this might be cliche. I don't know. But Emma Watson, I mean, she literally like left acting to be like a fucking activist and politician and try to make the world better. Is she the one with like the chimpanzees down in Africa, like doing stuff? Probably. I, I, don't, I don't know. Sure. She went that route, huh? Mm-hmm. She's a vampire chick, right? <laughs> okay. You know what I will say? No. It's wholesome as fuck, and I went down this rabbit hole pretty recently. Um, so I watched... Uh, <laughs> the fucking guy that got stuck with the fucking stingray. Steve Irwin. His Ooh. kids. I watched his kids. Yeah. That is some wholesome fucking content. If you need some eye bleach, you need to fucking feel better about yourself, watch his kids on fucking... Any late night show where they're bringing out animals and talk, like doing their dad shit. Yeah, dude. dude that's it. It's almost goes too hard the other direction. You're like, dude, I'm going to go out and punch a kitten or something. Like <laughs> the world is not this fucking good. You're like, I want to squeeze babies now. <laughs> yeah, dude. It is unreal. Like that is the most wholesome content that I've absorbed in the last <laughs> six months easily. There's no room for you here. This is 2022. <laughs> and I think, I think Bindi, his daughter got married recently. Cool. And his son is like him. Yeah, him. Just in, in reincarnated. I, you know what I would love to see? I, I uh, recently went down a, a little rabbit hole of like Paul Hogan doing uh, uh, 
Crocodile Dundee, right? Yeah. And it, like, just the, like, I, I didn't watch the movie again, but I was like, God damn, that was a good movie. And Paul Hogan fucking sold it. Like, it wouldn't have been if it wasn't for Paul Hogan doing that shit. And, uh. Is he really from Australia and has that accent, like, real? What if we got, uh, Steve Irwin's son, whatever his name is, to be the new Crocodile Dundee? That would be pretty rad. Come on. Come on. Is Paul Hogan, like, from Australia, though? Yeah. Okay. And it, dude, if, I don't know why Hollywood hadn't put this together yet. Like, yeah, we are crying. We are desperate for something that's that fucking good. You know, Australia's kind of got a bad rap right now. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Explain it to me. Aren't they all like crazy, like totalitarian state, like lockdown and crazy right now? But that's why we need a, a crocodile Dundee to come out and be like, yeah, they're just kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just some kids having fun. <laughs> Dude, I will say I watched a, so it was on Conan and it was whatever the fuck Steve Irwin's son's name is and uh, Kevin Hart. Bill Irwin. And Steve Irwin's son's bringing out animals and Kevin Hart's like, I'm the fuck out of here. Like doing the quintessential like funny black guy thing. Kevin Hart stuff. Like funny funny black guy around scary animals. I'm short. I'm going to be loud. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a, I think it was a hawk maybe. I don't know. But it was, it was a fucking prey bird right they got a bird a bad motherfucker and it was a raptor and yeah and they got it to fly around the audience and oh, like land on, flying raptors bro land on you know a motherfucker's arm and they finally got kevin hart to do it <laughs> and dude, it's like as big as he is did it pick yeah, him up dude yeah and flew off yeah he broke his back i don't know it, it was kevin hart was wearing a diaper it was outrageous <laughs> <laughs> it was some quality content that's all i'm saying wholesome yeah wholesome definitely wholesome I'll have to watch that. I didn't know his kids were going hard in the paint. Dude, I, they, I thought they'd be trading crypto or something like that. Nah, dude. They're they're doing exactly what the fuck he did. For wow. Sure. And I think, like I said, I think his daughter just got married and like... They're yeah, they're supposed to be doing drugs and like... Banging hookers. Fucking and Paris Hilton and stuff. Being you know, rehab like, like eight times. Yeah. Um, celebrity Apprentice. You can't have like, two generations of that fucking wholesome in a yeah. row. Hopefully their kids keep it going. They love <laughs> alligators and stuff. Crikey. Dude, I still laugh my ass off. There's a... There was like a Snapchat meme or something, right? Where it was this dude holding his fist up at, a, at an aquarium. There's a... <laughs> I know where this is going already. <laughs> There's this stingray swimming by and he's like, I'm about to punch this taser napkin from my boy Steve Irwin. <laughs> dude, we do gotta... We gotta fucking... That's what we should be fighting. We need to get rid of the fucking stingrays, bro. Why is there not a... Uh, coalition to get rid of stingrays because that's not like environmentally friendly steve Irwin wouldn't i was want gonna say that, also man. steve Irwin would have been like oh come on man he, he, it was my fault he's, he's just yeah. a little upset i bet he's like i fucked up crikey damn dude what a way to go dude damn do you think he said crikey when he got fucking <laughs> yes absolutely he did crikey write me hot <laughs> that's fucked up that's really fucked up. i know some people would cry if they heard that <laughs> So speaking of animals, right? I, sentient I animals? Yeah. No, not this time. This is birds. They're, they're not sentient. Uh, so I, uh, I learned recently that the most endangered bird in the entire fucking world is vultures. Wow. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Dude, I saw like an entire flock of vultures today. And, I, was, and I'm not just making that up. That was buzzards. Oh, you're going to be one of those fucking assholes? (laughs) I see. Damn, he got you. I was going to say, it's fucking ducks this year, dude. I fucking... (laughs) God damn it. Motherfuckers. 
Ain't no ducks out there, bro. <laughs> Dude, it, tell me about it, motherfucker. You go out there with me on the fucking weekends. I spent a good fucking 12 hours out there this weekend. I went dove hunting twice, and I don't think I ever saw a dove. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's bad this year. But yeah, apparently vultures are the most endangered bird in the entire fucking... I would have I would have thought that it was like... Aren't there condors? I would have thought that it was like, uh, you know, yeah, condors are fucking... But I They're think, vultures too, though, right? And I think people have been like on the let's save condors for a minute. So like, yeah, they're probably making a comeback. Probably. I'm totally made that up, by the way. <laughs> Is that like like, a, I have no fucking evidence to support that claim. No, I have seen that it's California condors specifically. Their numbers have come up since like the 80s or whatever. When I think were, Andean like, corn left. I think Andean condors are still fucked up. And, and you know, the, their numbers have increased by some percent. Yeah. I don't know why people would hunt them. Like, is that fun to shoot? I mean, I see yeah, buzzards. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. When there's no rules like back then, you're just like, fucking shoot it, dude. It's cool to shoot. I think dodo bird numbers are on the decline. Do they even taste good? They'll come back. Now, apparently they did back that, in the day. That would be an epic comeback underdog story if the <laughs> dodo bird was like, yo, bro, what's up? We're taking over this bitch. <laughs> you ready, Australia? We're going for round two. <laughs> Uh, cheers. Cheers. Tink. Boys, I went duck hunting on Saturday when it was real foggy. Y'all remember how it was real foggy on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Not foggy on Saturday. Yeah, I remember like waking up and being like, oh, shit, it's Saturday. And then going outside and being like, oh, shit, it's foggy. Well, it was real foggy. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought that. <laughs> Man, I'm just... I've been hunting so many times this season. You couldn't I've, see the ducks because it was so no, foggy? No, I, I could see them. I think the problem was they couldn't see my decoys. Like, it was that foggy. Like, so there was tons of ducks flying around. I could hear them. I could see them. But none of them would commit, dude. It was bad. I was out there with my cousin. Maybe they're just smarter than you are. <sighs> I think... Probably. I think we were in a bad spot. You know what I mean? I think we were in, like, a fly zone. Like, they flew through there for sure. <laughs> Isn't it funny how, like... Whenever you have an unsuccessful hunt, or like almost anything, like if you're unsuccessful at an endeavor, you're like, oh, well, it was probably like the the, the sun. The sun was just not the <laughs> fucking sun today. You know, like the wind, there was wind. I mean. Oh, dude, there's. And then you're like, bro, there wasn't any wind. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't any wind. So it was like, it was messing with us, you know? I did tons of forensic analysis on it, dude. <laughs> there was water. Dude, yeah. The and water was probably like too water wet it was too wet i noticed too there was air that day <laughs> and i think the air really had something to do with it and them flying you know it's the barometric pressure that's what it is you know like <laughs> can i tell you the most painful part though is like when you see all these ducks flying around but like maybe a hundred or maybe 500 yards away from you people are fucking shooting like motherfuckers <laughs> and you know they're fucking laying ducks down left and right and you can hear them cleaning them up on the water you know what i mean and then you go over there and then you go over there where they are and it's just fucking dead yeah afterwards it's like yeah and then where where you were there's like ducks everywhere and you're like (laughs) fuck i just drug all these decoys like a thousand yards through this marsh and there's fucking all the ducks are over there now this just uh, so i'm gonna relate it to my shit (laughs) it reminds me of a meme where it was uh there's a harry potter movie where dumbledore's talking to ron hermione and god you're a nerd fucking harry uh, Isn't double door dog? And the big in the movie, dog, he's right? like, "Why is it always you three whenever some shit goes down?" Right? And it was like when you're playing Call of Duty, "Why is it always you three? And it had like labels over the, each of the top of them, and it was like teammates lag and bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
lag is like the sun was in my eyes. Yeah. You know, that's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or my my cover wasn't good. It was too or, cold. Bullshit. There's fucking ducks everywhere. We were in the wrong spot. Ducks dude. like cold. Well, well, it was too hot. Like it wasn't, you know, it's the temperature. That's the thing. It's like you got to you got to get rid of this temperature. <sighs> that day was frustrating, man. <laughs> we called one duck in. No fucking temperature out here. We had one duck It's turn. today. Like, it's not working, man. Well, what's really fucked up is we went back out Sunday, and we were texting all night about where we need to go, and he was like, my cousin was like, we're going to go to the same spot. There are ducks there. I know they are. You know, they were flying around. And I was like, no, we should go to where we saw or heard all the shooting coming from. And he was like, nah, man. We're going back to where nah, we were. Man. Nah. And we went back to the same spot, set up decoys again, didn't see a fucking duck the whole morning while we heard were shots. Where I said to go all morning. But it wouldn't have been that way if you'd have gone to the other place. Because yeah. there's people there. And they would say, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. It's <laughs> my fucking spot. Yeah. And sunlight and fucking air and fucking like too much wind that Gold day. streams. And- <laughs> yeah. Not the right flyway and fucking <laughs> bunch of bullshit, dude. Fog, dude. <laughs> God damn it. My flashlight doesn't work. You know, like... Let's get into it. Like, your gun don't shoot. He went fucking hunting. My cousin went hunting. He went with the guide, and his gun oh, didn't shoot. Oh, that's a whole dude. other one. That like, well, I've, I've got the I've got the wrong like shells, right? Like, I, I, I'm shooting the right kind of. Uh, I'm shooting steel, you know, obviously, right? You want to be uh, oh god environmentally yeah. conscious, but it's it's it doesn't have the right amount of powder. It's, it's too you're small. Shooting, you're shooting yeah. too hot, or yeah, yeah, you're you're. Uh, Chokes grain too is too coarse, or yeah, it's too fine, modified or, instead of that full. It's too tight definitely out there. the wrong choke. You always yeah. got the wrong choke. Yeah, you know? oh, I needed to use fours instead of six because they don't spread the same. That's what that would have changed the whole fucking game. Yeah, and I was using three inch to just three and a half inch. You know, it would put more power out there, more more bang for your buck. You know what I mean? Put more steel out there, <laughs> three and a half inches. More bang for your duck, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> man. God dang. I was really bumming though about that shit. I had to talk to you guys about it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the general. <laughs> you ever shoot vultures? The general <laughs> wisdom. You think here? about it a lot when you're out there and fucking turkey, water turkeys and shit. The general wisdom here, this is the advice I'm going to give you. And this is advice that I've gotten from uh, a lot of say, like really uh, to relate it back to Call of Duty, like really smart, intelligent people would just say, like, get good, you know? Yeah, I'm working on it. Like, just get good. Yeah. You're fucking trash right now. And I, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just, I'm. Trying to, we were talking about like you have to be brave enough to tell the person, you know, the truth so that they can internalize it and, and get better Do something and get it, good, yeah. you know. Uh, right now, you're trash, get good, yeah. And 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 that's what I'm seeing, <laughs> like I said, through forensics, you know, you kind of see where you're fucking up, and <laughs> you know, you got to have some feedback signal to make a correction. Next time, know? have some barometric pressure, okay. I, I did check that that day, actually. Did I you thought, check the polarity of the Earth? Man, I checked the RSI that day. The MACD looked great. Everything was telling me it was a great day to buy, but it wasn't. Market turned on me. No ducks, dude. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Fuck Can't me, win them right? all. Can't win them all. All right, guys. Not about wrapping Rather up thing right today. Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll about wrap it up for this week. The Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links to every way you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. We're also on the That's Not Canon Network. We have ASMR by Gator. Uh, we also have all of our content, as well as a bunch of other awesome podcasts on their website. Speaking of websites, go to the Whiskey and Whiskers website. We have links to all of our content as well as links to our Patreon. It's the one that says Bad Motherfucker. If you go there and click on it, 
be ready to donate to our show to keep the cause going, keep you entertained. Uh, you know, we'll we'll put out whatever we can. We love to put out. Yeah, that's like our favorite thing. Uh, we have donations starting from one dollar all the way up to a thousand if you want a free rim job. So get on there, check it out. Uh, other than that, we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. See you next week.